Our gospel reading for today, it comes from Matthew chapter 1. Now the birth of Jesus the Messiah took place in this way. When his mother Mary had been engaged to Joseph, but before they lived together, she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. Her husband Joseph, being a righteous man and unwilling to expose her to public disgrace, planned to dismiss her quietly. But just when he had resolved to do this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for the child conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you are to name him Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what had been spoken by the Lord through the prophet. Look, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall name him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. When Joseph awoke from sleep, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. He took her as his wife, but had no marital relations with her until she had born a son, and he named him Jesus. Now, if we step away from our scriptures now and think about our lives today, I'm wondering if you've ever hoped for something and it didn't happen. Have you ever, like, pictured something was going to happen and you kind of had a vision of what that was going to look like? And then it didn't at all go that way? Anybody have that happen? I guess we all have at different times, sometimes in small ways, sometimes in bigger ways. I think of it in small way for me. I was getting into my car one day with my leak-proof mug of coffee, and I got in the car, and I splashed coffee and spilled it everywhere. And I was like, that stupid mug of coffee, it was supposed to be leak-proof, and it wasn't. So have you ever gotten something that you thought was supposed to be a certain way and it didn't do what it was supposed to do? Yes, I think probably all of us have had that. My problem was that when I opened up the mug, when I got home hours later, when I cleaned it, I forgot to put this part back in. So the mug wasn't the problem I was. <laughs> so sometimes we have things happen that aren't that big of a deal, but it doesn't work out how we would hope. Or sometimes we mess up in ways that we wish we didn't. Sometimes it happens in bigger ways. I was thinking back to high school and my best friend when I started high school. We did everything together. We were in the same activities. We were in the same youth group at church. We talked all the time. I found my yearbook a few months ago and I was looking through it and she had a whole page in the yearbook for me because she was my best friend. And I thought that because she was my best friend, she was gonna be my best friend for all of high school, probably much longer. But then something happened. And all of a sudden, she started hanging out with a different group of people. And we weren't friends anymore. It wasn't that we weren't even best friends, we weren't friends at all. And I always wondered what happened. Now, it ended up working out okay. I got with a different group of friends that ended up being awesome people and were a huge support to me, and I'm absolutely grateful to them. But at the time, it was so painful because I thought that friendship would just always be there, and then all of a sudden one day it wasn't. Things like that happen to us in life. We think things are gonna go one way, and then they don't. It might be a friendship, or maybe it's when you're playing your favorite sport, and all of a sudden you have an injury, and you're out for the whole season. Or maybe it's like a birthday party, or a family gathering, and you kind of picture how you want it to go, and then it doesn't go that way at all. <laughs> We either have had that happen, or we will have that happen. And the thing is, that happens to every single one of us. It even happened in Jesus' own family. 
you heard our gospel reading today, I think about Joseph. And Joseph was engaged to Mary, and I would guess he had this vision of what life was going to be like for them when they got married. They'd have a family, they'd have a safe house, they'd have a supportive community around them. And then all of a sudden, Joseph finds out that Mary is going to have a baby, and he knows for sure that baby is not his. And all of a sudden, his hopes, like, crumble to the ground. We read that Joseph's a good man, so he's not going to publicly disgrace Mary, but he's going to end their engagement privately. And yet, I am not sure how that would have worked out for Mary. Because in that time, if a woman is having a baby that's not her spouse's or her fiance's, the religious law said that she could be killed for that. So Mary's life, if Joseph dismisses her, is in danger. Her future's uncertain. Somebody once said, who is going to stand up for Mary in that moment? Who will do it? Maybe it's something we've wondered in our own lives today. If we've seen somebody be wrongly accused or mistreated, have you ever wondered, who's going to stand up for this person? Won't somebody speak up for them? Who will have their back? Or maybe it's been you yourself. Maybe someone has been really unkind to you, and you've wondered, who's going to stand up for me? Who's going to have my back? That's where Mary is. She isn't wrongly mistreated yet, but she could be, and her future is uncertain. So who's going to stand up for Mary? Who's going to speak up on her behalf? What we see in the story is God will. God sends a messenger to Joseph just as he's about to end the engagement. And he says, no, I've got Mary. This child is for me. It's from God. And that you are going to have this son together, Jesus. And he's called Emmanuel, which I have up here, which means God is with us. Jesus is God is with us. When things go exactly how we hope and when they completely don't. Now, even after Jesus is born, things still don't actually go how Mary or Joseph would hope. We're not going to read this right now, but you might talk about it in your small group. So if you read further in the Gospel of Matthew, read up to Matthew chapter 2, what we hear is there's King Herod. King Herod is in power, and he hears that Jesus is born, who is called a new king. Now, do you think the old king is going to want a new king to be born? What do you think? No, because he wants to keep power. He's worried about losing power. And so King Herod orders that all baby boys, two and under, are to be killed, so that he hopes to be able to kill Jesus by doing this. Suddenly, Jesus' life is in danger. And so God, again, speaks through Joseph, and he sends Joseph and Mary and Jesus. They have to flee their homeland in the middle of the night. They have to leave their family, leave everything they know, and become refugees in Egypt. It's not what they want, but it's a path that God makes forward. We all know that things don't always work out how we hope or we dream, and sometimes they don't work how, out how they should or even how God wants them to. There are situations in our world where people should not have to flee their homeland to save their lives, like Jesus did or like people in the world today still have to. We know in our own lives there are things that shouldn't be how they are. Can you think of one thing in your life that shouldn't be how it is right now? Or maybe one thing in our world that shouldn't be the way that it is? Can you each think of one thing in life that it just shouldn't be that way or in your, the world that shouldn't be that way? 
we think about those things, we don't really understand why God allows that. Why God doesn't just fix it. Like, aren't there things that we're like, God, could you please just fix this? And we don't understand why God doesn't do that. We don't get an answer for that. What God gives us instead is Jesus. Jesus, who's Emmanuel, God with us. In the moments when things go how we hope and when they don't. And I think the way that we most see Jesus as Emmanuel, God with us, a lot of times, is through the people around us. It's one reason why we come here Wednesday after Wednesday, even if we get bored, we come Wednesday after Wednesday or Sunday after Sunday to be reminded who we are in Jesus, that we belong to Jesus and we're brought into a different way of being in the world, that we can be hope and light for each other when we're struggling, that when we come here, if we're struggling, the people here can be hope and light for us. I think it just this past week, I was sick last week, so I wasn't able to be with you. And then the kind of things that need to get done just keep piling up. And some of those things aren't a big deal, but some are a really big deal. Like some people really need to be cared for, and that needs to get done. So I was feeling weary and tired one day, and I opened up my email, and I had this email from someone. And it was a short email, but it was an offer to help. This person wanted to help in an area that they have promised to serve in the church. And here's what they wrote to me. They wrote, I am free and willing to do whatever to ease your burden. And it was this surprising, simple sentence. I am free and willing to do whatever to ease your burden. And isn't that what we're supposed to be for one another as people who belong to Jesus? People who ease each other's burdens. We're given friendships in this community and a church community that's here to ease each other's burdens help each other know that Jesus truly is with us, even now, that we can be a people who stand up for each other and for other people who need it when no one else will. May we do that for each other tonight and also in all the weeks ahead. Amen.